0: you man
1: i love you too buddy
0: (laughs) all right we are uh we're gonna talk about how to work with friends today
1: yeah that's gonna be
0: i have no idea where this is gonna go i mean i have some idea but um this might drum up some things for us you know in our relationship so this might be like a 10 to 15 minute you know therapy session for us which will be
1: good and we may need therapy afterwards with, with a third party I, I hope
0: we do. Um, so we talked to we talked talked to Tots on Target, um, Allison and Marianne, and they one are just super fun people in general. We both really love and have a lot of respect for them. Uh, but two, one of the things that they talked about was like navigating working and growing a digital brand with two people, especially people who have very different personalities and approaches. And you and I actually have very similar personalities and similar approaches um, which makes for some fun dynamics so if you're launching a digital brand I would say uh, over 70% of our clients have done so with either a friend or a sibling or a family member and so hopefully this will help you navigate working and growing and scaling a digital brand really successfully with a uh, someone that you care about and that you're coming into um, coming into with a pre-existing, relationship like brad and myself
1: yeah this is gonna be fascinating (laughs) but (laughs) you know yeah but going back to the episode itself um because we've worked with them for a while now and you're right i love those two. i literally love those two like i consider it a great day if i get to be on a call with them but it's so funny when you talk to both of them um like allison is this outgoing external processor and mary is is more the internal process like she really has to and they and they yes they kind of make, make fun of each other about that yeah um but it, it really affects how they do work and a lot of times when i'm working with them you know and i ask a question or have you thought what do you think about this allison's always answers first you know and she right. jumps in and, and then mary may or may not jump in it just depends on how her processing um and both of them are brilliant in their space too but it's just it's so yeah. fun to watch that dynamic and Yeah, but you and I—I mean, gosh—I mean, this is probably a story more about you and I than them two. But um, go ahead, (laughs) man.
0: Just as I planned it, you know. So, okay, let me give a let me give a quick quick flyover um, for those that are listening that that don't necessarily know our story or, or our dynamic. Um, I started uh, our agency, Kyler Creative. It, it was a freelancer. Um, named the business after myself. Like, what a real jerk move, you know. In hindsight, <laughs> um, so I started the business. I was just doing design, uh, graphic design. Started scaling up and doing some marketing stuff. Became StoryBrand certified, uh, and that's where I met Brad. So Brad became StoryBrand certified. I think it was about a maybe a year after I was. Yeah, something like that. Um, and so, uh, he kept, uh, begging to meet me for some reason. <laughs> so finally, I, I don't know. That's how I remember it in my head. You remember that. Finally. Yeah. Right. Finally, we, uh, we connected and, um, just kind of like slowly grew, grew our friendship first person or first professionally. Cause we had kind of this shared like interest and then, um, you know, slowly over time became, uh, buds outside of, um, outside of the marketing space. And we had always wanted to kind of do something together. I feel like we had had a dozen different conversations around what it would look like to work together. And then finally, um, Brad was at a really cool spot in his career. The agency Kyler Creative was growing. um, And it just made a ton of sense to kind of naturally like bring Brad on to our team. Um, And it wasn't really something that we like, had expected, we hadn't really talked about it. And I, I think the way I remember that Brad was that you called me and you're like, Hey, you should hire me to oversee strategy for your business. And I was like, yeah, I think I should, and then I feel like two months later we were, you know, you were you were starting. So what's wild um, is like,
1: we didn't jump into anything at all, but it all came together quickly when yes. it needed to. Yeah, um, I think it was a
0: perfect fit for what we had been trying to navigate. I feel like we had done a lot of the legwork like ahead of time to kind of figure out what we wanted or what we didn't want to do, and I think we could just never quite figure it out. So then when you're like, "Hey, I'll oversee this area of your business that all of your clients need." the business was scaling into that, that area anyway. And so I felt like it was just a really natural and kind of organic fit. Um, And it's been fun because like, it's been new for us, right? Like we've had to navigate this new dynamic in our friendship and in our relationship where like, I mean, like totally transparently, I, I, you know, I pay your salary, right? And that like changes right. the dynamic of like someone's right. relationship. Um, and so I feel like we've been able to navigate that though. Well, hopefully, um, hopefully enjoy working working with and for me. And I think the, the biggest piece though, is that I really truly view us as partners in the business. And so even though my name's on the front or whatever, I feel like we've uh, been able to navigate, how do we grow this thing together? And I feel like we're walking in stride in a lot of ways. And I think that's because we were friends before we were um, you know, business partners are working together, whatever you want to call it. And I would imagine that a lot of people find themselves in that same, uh, same areas. So,
1: well, what's interesting is for those that don't see us, like, you know, they hear our voice. So you don't, you, you, you right. don't see us on video. Maybe you've seen a picture somewhere. And despite my youthful appearance, um, Kyle and I have a very large age gap. I mean, I was pretty much driving a car when you were born. Um, I'm, I turned 40 this year. And Kyler, what, 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 you just turned, what, 26? Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's a different dynamic, too, of our relationship is the age gap. Yeah. But I mean, we, we manage it well. And so, okay, you know, for the, those listening, this is not just an episode to listen to kind of about our <laughs> internal jokes or anything <laughs> about working together. We actually have some ideas Um, from our own personal lives on how you can work with a partner or a friend, a friend or a family member. And so let's Mm -hmm. walk through those and we'll share that through the lens of our experience. But the first thing you need to do is you have to define the roles clearly. And so, you know, Kyler owns his agency. I know he, I knew that coming into it, I work for him. Um, yeah, I make jokes sometimes that I'm almost 40 and my boss is 26 years old. Um, but it's it's okay. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Kyle and I have very defined roles in the business. I run in my length. He runs in his. If there's any overlap into different areas, we just, we talk about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think you have to. And I would imagine a lot of people would start off a digital brand, especially if you're starting it and creating it together. It's so fun to be like, oh, we should start this thing and we'll be 50-50, right? And that's like the extent of what they talk about. And so if you're listening to this, I think a really tangible thing to do is just like get together and write out what are all of the roles and jobs that would need to be filled in your business, right? Who's creating content for social media? Who's creating content for blogs? Is there someone who has kind of, you know, the quote unquote final say? You know, I think that's important to identify that. Who's leading creative work? Who's leading, you know, customer service, right? All of these different things. Uh, you have to figure out where those roles are, because if you both are doing the same thing, one, I mean candidly, there's no real need for both of you, right? And two, like, you're just going to continue to step on each other's toes and not be running kind of in the lane that's best suited uh, for the both of you. And and I will say, like, it's taken the better part of the last, you know, six or seven months to like, kind of navigate, like, and figure out how do we work together? And what are some of these overlapping roles that I filled previously that I, you know, am not filling anymore. And so um, I think you have to kind of be willing to, uh, to navigate that, which sort of brings me to our next thing which is uh, get comfortable with hard conversations. I think with people we care about, it's really challenging to have hard and transparent conversations. But I think if you are going to be successful working with someone you care about, you have to also be comfortable uh, having those hard
1: conversations. Another thing interesting though, I want to add in here that I think plays into this is that most people listening to this probably live in the same city as the person they're working yeah, with yeah that's true uh, yeah. yeah i live in oklahoma city Kyler lives in madison i've only physically met him twice in my life yeah that's uh, true. and so that's another element to this like we have to be comfortable with hard conversations we have to be transparent with one another or it's not going to work because like i can't just like call you up and say hey let's go let's go grab a drink and let's talk things out it doesn't work like that like right. we can't be on that right. we can't be on that level so we have to work harder, I think, at at being intentional about approaching hard conversations, and and I love the way we do it now. Even and we're not talking about hard conversations just ourselves, but hard conversations with clients because those happen too. Mm-hmm. Well, we just get in a room and we talk about it. Like, what do you think about this? How should I approach this? I I actually really value the way that we handle difficult conversations because I think no, I agree too helping. for
0: sure. I think the thing though that we always come back to, and, and it's funny because I feel like a lot of this is like could also apply to marriage, right? But um, I, I feel like one of the things that we come back to, uh, two two things. One is that I think we have a really deep respect for one another, right? Like I really respect you as a person. And so that influences how I speak to you and how you speak to me. But two, I think we also know that we're on the same team, right? It's never me versus you or you versus me it's you and I together on the same team against, you know, conflict or against some situation that we're not on the same page about. Right. And I've told you this before, because we've had some hard conversations with clients. My priority is with you because you are on the same team as me right? And, and it's also true of clients, right? We approach conversations with clients as the same team, but it's different when you're actually working side by side and you kind of have the same to gain or the same to lose as the person next to you or on the screen, you know, across from you as it is like with us right now. So I think that's probably the two, two big things that have helped us a lot in that area.
1: Oh, for sure. Like just don't be afraid to have the conversation. Um, mm-hmm. especially if it's, if it's a difficult conversation between you and your coworker, just don't be afraid to have it. You have that mutual respect for one another and those conversations are generally more beneficial than not because something good usually comes out of it. And if it's for with sure. a client, I mean, just have a powwow before and have a unified front for how you're approaching that client. And like, <clears throat> you know, you'll, you'll tell me that, Hey, Brad, oh, man, I'm losing my voice for a second. Or maybe I'm just getting emotional with this. Emotional. <laughs> yeah. Uh no, so like if there's a hard conversation with a client coming up, you know, you've been quick to tell me, send me a quick message online it's just like, hey, I, I got your back. You don't have to worry about yeah. that. And okay. I always appreciate that going into difficult conversations to know that I've got support. For sure.
0: I think the the other piece, and this is kind of number three on our little loose list here, is that you have to have tremendous amounts of grace for the person next to you. Um mm-hmm. I think it's a little bit in some ways it's almost easier to have grace when you're working with someone that you are not maybe like close friends with, or it's more of like a traditional coworker relationship because that relationship is checked at the door at five o'clock. Right. For us, it's like our lives are intertwined beyond our conversation. Like I met your kids, I've met your wife, I've been at your house. Right. And like, we'll talk about life stuff and things outside of work. And so I think it's important to know that like, We are both going to mess up. I've messed up a ton over the last six months that we've been working together. Uh, And so and it won't be the last time. Right. And so I think like you have to just understand that the person next to you, if you truly believe they're on your same team, then you're going to have a lot of grace for them to uh, and allow them to have the space to mess up and allow them to space the space to,
1: you know, make make mistakes. Oh, for sure. And you know, the grace part is so interesting to me because that's where that deep respect comes in into is like, I respect you. You respect me. You know that I'm human. You're human. We're, we're in, we're, uh, we're going to make mistakes or like, even like for me, it's funny because this happened literally today as we're recording, I've got babies and they're screaming their heads off while we're trying to record a podcast. And I mean, I get frustrated, but Kyler doesn't get frustrated with me because he knows that's the season of life I'm in. He gives me grace on that. And even a client yesterday, I was on a call, uh, on a Zoom call, and my, my oldest was screaming in the background. And I was just like, I am so sorry that he's screaming and you can hear it over the Zoom call. And the client, she goes, Brad, I've had, I've had babies before. You do n- You never have to apologize to me. She's like, I get it. She gave me that's grace true. in that moment. And I'm so grateful for that. And so I think grace plays a huge role in that. But like, yeah, I mean, I've messed up too. And, you know, I think it's just that mutual respect for one another that, that brings me that there, 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 there there's like a humbleness to it, right? That you have to have to come and say, I, you own up to that mistake. And that's where that grace comes in. Like, is you, anytime you've done something or I've done something, the response is always just like, Hey, like, it's fine. People make mistakes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for so, sure. I, I think the last the last big thing that I want to share, uh, it's kind of like an umbrella, I would say, for all of them, and that is like having the self awareness. Well, one, having self awareness, period, right? I think it's so important, just like in life. That's one sure. of the things my dad like really instilled in us, and I, I'm super super grateful for that. But I think especially working with a friend, having the self awareness to know. Um, Hey, I'm messed up and I owe my friend an apology, right? Or having the self-awareness to know, okay, are we having a work conversation? Are we having a personal conversation? Or is that line getting really blurry? Having the self-awareness to know we have to have a hard conversation here. Having the self-awareness to know my friend is having some challenges at home and I, you know, I need to just like give him a lot of a lot of grace. And I think that's probably the other big piece of it is just like knowing when you've messed up, being able to apologize and just having a ton of self-awareness to know that like we don't have it all figured out. I don't have it all figured out. But at the end of the day, we're on the same team and I really want to work through that uh, with you. I feel like self-awareness has been been and continues to be kind of a really important piece of working with someone that you care about.
1: It's kind of sad that working with, A friend or family member gets that stigma of like, oh, you know, don't work with family, don't work with friends. And yeah, this is the first time in my life I've ever done that. And it's probably the best situation I've ever had. I just think as long as it's approached maturely and correctly with all the things we just outlined with, with, you know, defined roles and um, the ability to have hard conversations and having a level of transparency, showing grace, having self-awareness, like with all those are in place, it can be a really fruitful experiment.
0: Oh, for sure. I feel like the ceiling on a a professional relationship with a friend is substantially higher than it is with someone who you've hired or worked with like kind of randomly, right? There's kind of a limit to that relationship, which is fine, you know, and that that works for a lot of people. But like, for us, like I I was talking to a neighbor the other day, and I was like, I couldn't imagine not working with people that I just truly love and care about, like that I personally love and care about that I like, am excited when you know, your kids do something cool or I'm excited when something personal happens to you or that we can just talk, you know, outside of work or whatever. Um, I can't imagine not not doing that. I feel like the ceiling for our relationship is, um, and, and when you're working with a friend is, is really high, which has been really fun to explore.
1: And I'm going to tee this up for a future episode, but I just want to tee it up here because I, I, we're going to bring okay. her on at some point. But the importance of having a third party. So we have Jeannie, yes. and Jeannie is our yeah. project manager. She's amazing. She's she's. We always joke, Jeannie really is the engine that runs everything at Kyler Creative. Oh, for sure. But not that we have, we really don't have disagreements. I honestly can't think of one or another. I'm not making that up. I literally can't think of a disagreement. But if there's ever been a time where maybe we just can't seem to figure out what's the best path forward with a with, with client, we always will bring Jeannie in. And Jeannie is always, yeah. has some amazing wisdom wisdom to share so i say that though you may not have a third person in your company but there's somebody there's another party that is close to both of you that could come in and share wisdom so i I think that's valuable to always have a third party available
0: it's really good all right man our time has come to an end i will be billing you for our fifteen plus <laughs> fifteen minutes of therapy. Uh, no, I'm super grateful to to be able to work with you. Um, and it's Friday morning right now. We're recording this the day after my birthday, um, and I just was pumped to be able to wake up and you know get to do this uh, with you. So I can't imagine yeah. um, doing this with, with anybody else. So thanks for being no on our team.